Six Feet Away, another edition from Randy Nash of Sumner Funeral and Cremation in Gallatin, Tennessee, the youngest president of the Tennessee Funeral Directors Association. In this pandemic, the need to celebrate the passing of a life has taken on new dimensions. State laws, federal mandates, social distance. Knowing the mandates that change almost daily requires not only a professional who stays informed, but someone willing to think outside the box which is the name of this edition of Six Feet Away. Money-saving possibilities that retain dignity in cremation and creative ceremonies are just part of Randy Nash's Daily. There are some really interesting new ways, and I call it interesting because it's fascinating. Saying goodbye to this earth has changed so much in the last 10 years. Let's talk a little bit about some creative ways that people, burial in general, well, with everything that we've been dealing with, with the coronavirus and COVID-19 um, regulations and stuff recently, uh, Governor Lee had some executive orders that went out and, and different counties have done some different stuff. I think that Davidson County is still at 25 people or less at a funeral. Our, our regulations have eased up some here because we fall under the state. And one of the things that we did um, was for so one of the gentlemen who it was not a licensed funeral director, but was one of the owners of this business when I purchased it. His name was Tommy Womack. Tommy's another guy that's lived here his entire life. And he was he and his family have been heavily involved in the Sumner County Fair and the Sumner County Fairgrounds here for a long time. I couldn't even begin to tell you how long. And so um, we were still under a lot of the restrictions when he passed away. I had this idea, and I asked his wife about it, and she, we talked about it, and she decided that that's, she liked the idea, and we did a drive-through visitation at the fairgrounds. Um, fortunately, the fairgrounds has a gravel road that travels the entire perimeter of the property and comes out between two gates, and so they could people could come in one gate, follow it through, and on the exit gate, or near the exit gate, there's a pavilion where we had him, we had the family there, and they were able to speak to people from their vehicles, and a couple people stopped and got out. You can't control everything. But, um, you know, we had around well over 300 people come through, you know, in a few-hour period to pay their respects to him. You know, that was just a way to do it. And, that, and people are doing that all over the country. I've got friends that are funeral directors in states all over the, the nation and, and have done it in, in different ways. Um, yeah, I've had a friend in, in Louisiana who did it. Um, they have a and the, At their funeral home, they have a large chapel that has a carport next to it, and that carport has a large window. And so they put the, the deceased in the window with the casket open and the family was actually outside speaking to people from a distance and so they were able to actually view the body too which i think that's a that's a huge part of it too i'm a firm believer in in if it's a pleasant experience in, in viewing the body and and so that gave people you know that chance for that closure on, on the subject of drive-through funerals I, I was talking to a gentleman the other day who works for one of the companies that we purchase um stationary products from like register books and things like that and one of his accounts in kentucky um did a couple of drive-through funerals, and he's now added it to one of the things he offers because he had two people come in. One of them came in and said, "I saw that you did for their Mr. Smith or whoever." And when I die, my country club, I want you to put me on the 18th hole and let people drive through. They have a road that goes around this, this golf course. Apparently, I guess like a service road. People can drive right by it. He said, "That's what you need. That's what I want done for me." It's thinking outside the box and not being afraid to do something different, and and thinking of what celebrates your loved one's life. You know, even if it's a, if you have, you know, say you want to have your your funeral at your house or your visitation at your home or your loved one's home or you know your church or another facility you know we can we can do a there's no rules in Tennessee that say says you can't have funerals just about anywhere or 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 celebrations of life it's not being afraid to be a little creative and you know whether it's maybe it's at a football field or a 
a basketball gymnasium for the basketball coach that passed away or, you know, like Mrs. Potts, when she died, we did hers at the school. You know, I think that was fitting for her. And so that may not necessarily be a creative way, but it's it's an alternative to having to get at a funeral home chapel or a church. And it's more a place where people have spent a lot of their time and um, part of their celebration of life. And um, we wanted that's what that's I think that's what we want to create is we want to create that that celebration and and help people try to begin that healing process. And I think that the funeral service and or the life celebration or memorial service, whatever it is, is part of that process It's the beginning of that process to help the family heal from the loss. If you could ask a funeral director a question, what would it be? One person asked me, and I think they were from Greenbrier. Anyway, I would want to know if I want to be cremated because it's a little bit less expensive for me and for my family, but I still want to have a visitation. How do you handle that? So just because you're being cremated doesn't mean that you can't still have a full, what we call traditional visitation and funeral. We can still um, embalm your, the, the person that passed away. We can still do all the preparation, the dressing, casketing, cosmetizing. And then there's two options. You have caskets that are built specifically for cremation, uh, which means you're placing that casket and then you're cremated inside that casket because it's made of easily combustible materials. Or the second option would be what we call a rental casket or a ceremonial casket, which is essentially a casket that the interior is replaced every time it's used, and you don't use it many times until you eventually will destroy it. But that, that would be how you do it. It can take place at a church or a funeral home or, or wherever you want it to be. So most rental caskets are made of wood, some type of wood, oak, cherry, pecan, whatever it is. There are some companies that make some of out of, some out of different metals, but the majority of ones that I've seen that people use are usually out of wood. And so let's say it's an oak casket, it's an oak shell. And when you're looking at the casket from the front, one of the ends of the casket, most likely the, what we call the foot end of the casket where the feet would be, um, you can't tell from looking at it, but if you open it up, it has a latch or something that where it comes down the body is actually placed into a insert that's in there. So it actually, it's a, probably a cardboard or some other kind of material insert that has the, the material and everything that looks like the interior of the casket. That whole thing comes out. So you literally take it back down to just the wood shell and you put that insert back in it. So you don't, you, it can't be used twice. It's never used twice. That, that's the only way that you can use a casket more than once is a rental casket. So if we have someone here who's going to be buried and we place them in the wrong casket, that casket, if we move it and we put them in a different casket, that casket has to be destroyed. It can't be used again. The thing that's the way you can have a rental casket, and so the and with cremation too, there's there's some misconceptions I think sometimes that cremation is an alternative to a funeral. But cremation is a form of what we call disposition. So burial, cremation, entombment, those are what I call types of disposition. Just because you're being cremated doesn't mean you don't need to have a you shouldn't have a service or something like that. You know, we can still do as much or as little as you want to do. Your body doesn't necessarily have to be present for that service. It can be. If your family, you know, sometimes if you have a family that's very traditional, but the person that passed away wanted to be cremated, we can you can combine those two in a way. And so I think that's that's making sure that people that are educated and know their options. That's just another thing that we do. These podcasts are meant to be helpful with questions that are sometimes a little difficult to ask. But here, we will open the door so it's easier to broach the subject with your loved ones. For those questions, contact Randy Nash directly at SumnerFuneral.com or at 615-452-9059. I'm Devin O'Day.